Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of The Leo's Hex. I'm your host, Isaac Williams, based in New York City. I'm an actor slash actress, TV, movies, all those things. Yeah, you might have seen me in a few things, um, but who really knows? That's done. Okay, um, <laughs> hey, 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 happy new year, first of all, um, hi, um, good job, like, you actually ate down last year, or did you? That's what we're gonna talk about, I'm just kidding, that's not what we're talking about, um, happy 2023, I have a good feeling about this, guys, okay, I have a good feeling about it, I said this last year, but last year, yeah, it was really good, like, we'll talk about it in a second, but I don't know about you, but mine was pretty good, um, so yeah, there's so many things to talk about, but I just wanted to say, welcome, welcome, welcome to 2023, the podcast still lives, it's still breathing, it's a work of art that will live on forever and ever, and also ever. Um, so, I guess, where should I start? Okay. We should probably talk about last year. We should probably talk about it, and just talk about, like, what happened, and what was tea. So, here's what happened, and here what is what was tea. Um, ate that. Um, so I would say what I did was, um, I might have said this in my last podcast, but I ended the month of December. I, uh, was, uh, journaling about every single month in 2022. And, um, I was just like, just just like saying like what I learned in that month or like something notable or just really... It was really just, like, moments that I remember. That's really what it was. I just wrote moments that I remembered, like, throughout 2022. And I just spent some time doing that in the month of December, just reflecting. And I wasn't doing any shows or anything. I just wanted to, like, reflect and just be still for a bit. And, um, yeah. So I I guess I could just kind of say some of the things that I wrote and stuff. Um... So I think the first thing that I wrote was my memory from, like, January, like, 1st, uh, New Year's Day last year. And that was that, like, um, I had, uh, um, I spent New Year's with my friends, um, like I usually do. And, um, I just remember waking up at my friend's house and then us driving in the snow to this diner, um to, uh, you know, kind of like a farewell brunch. And I remember having to wait and stuff, and we were just, like, trying to stay warm and to, like, go wait in line and stuff. And we finally got a booth and ordered our food and our drinks, and uh, we enjoyed our meal and had some laughs. And then... um, yeah, and then we, we were like about to pay and stuff, and we were just kind of all sitting in this semicircle, and 
we were just like, why don't we just go around and just like say like what we're doing next and where we're going and you know, whatever. So we all start like saying, um, you know, where we're going and like some of us are going to school, some of us are going to California, uh, some of us are going to New York and, um, you know, some of us are going to Kansas City and we're all going to different places and doing, you know, different things. Um, and it was just like, I think at that point it had been like eight years or nine maybe of us all being friends since high school. Um, and knowing of each other for longer than that. Um, but yeah, it was really nice. And it was the, the like, that was like the first year where like things like, we were all taking like very different leaps because like we all, you know, went to college and that was, it was, it was a leap in that, in the regard that like, um, we were going a little further away from each other. Um, but you know, we're all going to school still. And then this one was just like, just a big supplement like in our own lives. So, you know, like, this is like, last year was like the weirdest time of my life because it was the first year where I wasn't a student and my identity had been, I'm a student for the past 22 years or whatever. And this was the first year, 2022 was the first year that I was like, I'm not a student anymore. I'm, what am I? So yeah, so then what am I? And that's kind of like what I figured out all this year. But, um, but yeah, that's what I wrote for January. Um, and then February, I just talked about how I was working at a school in the Bronx and the challenges that that presented, but still very, very rewarding. Uh, then in March, I talked about auditioning um, for this play and then getting to open, um, make my debut in that play um, in, um, in May. And I got to rehearse it all of April and said it in May, and then my mom saw the show, uh, my aunt saw the show, my roommate, uh, and my friend, and their roommates, and there's a lot of people there for me, and, you know, my friend uh, who I work with, my coworker was there, and her sister was there, and I was finally doing it, I was doing a show in New York, and I wanted to do that for forever, just doing a show in New York, it wasn't even Broadway, it was like, I... I just want to do a show in the city that I know that I'll love, even though I've never been there. Um, and um, I was getting to do that, and I did that in May, and that was amazing. And um, uh, and then in June, I uh, in June I was still uh, in June I well back up at the end of May I moved back to I moved to Pennsylvania with my brother because I was finding an apartment still and it was a really, really hard thing. If you guys remember anything about what like the housing market in New York was last year, it was really bad. Um, but it was fine. Um, but yeah, I was, I was thinking about, uh, how I moved to Pennsylvania and then like, that was a whole thing being in Pennsylvania. It was a whole thing. Uh, I dyed my hair blonde in May. Uh, and I finally got an apartment and I was in, we moved in June 1st and I came back and I had blonde hair and, um, I was in, I had my own apartment in New York city that I paid for 
it was my money. I didn't borrow it. It was just mine, mine, mine. It was, the apartment's in my name. I don't have a co-signer. It's just something that's completely yours and my roommates, obviously. And so, yeah, we were moving in and, and all those good things. And I, I uh, went back to working at that same school um, in June. And, uh, and then I had a callback for, like, a musical. And then I booked that musical. Uh, and uh, then I was at home end of January hanging out with my family, my friends for the fourth. And then I get an email from a producer like, hey, you should audition for this, the lead in the short film that we're doing. Um, it's really weird, but you should look at it because I found your profile, whatever. I read it. I'm like, oh, this is a really cool film. I send in my my tape 10 minutes later. Producer's like, can you talk to the director? I say, sure. Director and I talk for an hour. He says, he asks me, do you want to do it? And I say, sure. He says, great. We'll fly you out to LA in like five days. Um, and then we're going to shoot for five days straight, 12 hour days. And then we'll fly you back. You'll stay here. You got a car for you. We'll pay you whatever. And then that's it. And I was like, okay, let's do it. And I said, yes. And then I went to LA and I filmed it. And that was crazy. In July, I did a short film in LA. And that was so crazy. And it's like going through the film festival around this year. And It'll be out soon, like soon, really soon. Um, and yeah, so that was amazing. And then I, as soon as I landed back, it was so crazy though, because I was I was learning the musical, the lead in this musical. I was I was learning it as I was like flying out, like to like I remember like being in the airport. It was a moment that I wrote. Was I was in the airport and I was learning my music. Like on my like I was just learning it like in my head and like on the computer while I was waiting for my flight to go to LA and do the short film, and that was a crazy moment. I was like, "Whoa, you're like I was like I said to myself, "Whoa, like you're an actor, you're an actor," um, and that's something that I realized too because in January I also like had all these auditions for, um, I had all these auditions uh, for grad school, and I walked away from that process and I was like, "Whoa, you're an actor." So why don't you start acting? And that's when I started applying for stuff. But um, but yeah, I was in the airport learning the musical as I was flying out to do this. And I was learning the musical while I was there. And then the day that I flew back, um, the next day I had my first rehearsal for the musical. And so I remember going in there and then like, them asking me like, oh, you don't have to read. Because like I had missed a week of like, like the first week of rehearsal for the musical because I was doing this short film and luckily they let me do it. Um, thank God. Um, but yeah, I, then I did, uh, but I was like, no, I want to sing. Cause I, I, I knew my shit. Uh, so then I sang and they were like, that's great. That's really, really good actually. And I was like, appreciate that. Um, so then I did the musical all of August, 12 shows, all of August, my friend visited. That was really sweet. And in September, I went to South Carolina, had a spiritual awakening, and that was pretty cool. And then I came back to New York City in September, started working again. November was really busy. I did another play, and I did The Wiz. I played The Tin Man. I did two shows at once. That was crazy. Don't do that. Also, working full-time, it was crazy. Don't do that. Uh, and then December, I reflected, and I just was just yeah taking it all in so that was my year really you know it's a lot 
and there's lots of things I could talk about. It's so many stories and situations and um, just like confusing things about life, you know, that I experience. And there were so many days where I felt so enlightened and just like light and just like the universe was just vibrating. And there were days that were less than desirable. And that trend doesn't really ever stop. That's just how we are as sensitive beings. We're just, you know, in tune with the things that are around us. Um, and I don't know, our bodies are vibrations. So, you know, when you, when you feel something, it's a really cool thing because imagine if you could only feel one emotion. So being able to experience the full broad spectrum of emotion is such a beautiful thing. Um, that's why I've been like working on like sitting in my emotion and I don't mean that in a way of like self-pity and like you know leading to like unhealthy habits what I mean more is like if I'm upset about something or uh, I'm sad about something or I'm anxious uh you know at some point in the day I'll just recognize hey I'm I'm feeling anxious um that's okay um, what do you need to like feel better? What's something that you need? And if you really can't come up with come up with anything, which has happened many times, you just allow yourself to just experience the emotion. Don't like invalidate your emotion or say like I shouldn't feel anxious. There's no reason why I should be anxious. I should stop being anxious because that's not gonna help. Um, just sitting there and just allowing yourself to just feel it and. You know, just remembering that being able to feel something is a really cool thing. Um, it's a really cool thing. That's the only word I can think of. Um, so, yeah, that that's that was my year, um, and that's something I'm thinking about now. Um, so, so yeah, thank you guys for listening to that. Um, so now I wanted to talk about, like, uh, I wanted to talk about New Year's resolutions. Okay. Like, New Year's resolutions, we all know what they are, but if you don't, a New Year's resolution is, like, something that you, like, a goal you might have for the next year, or something you want to do differently, something you want to experience, you know, things you want to accomplish, like, those are, like, your resolutions, whatever. So, that's our New Year's, resolution, New Year's resolution is. Um, I'm trying to speak slower uh, because my speech isn't great. And also in third grade, I was in speech class because no one ever knew what I was saying. And it was so humiliating because the speech teacher would just come in and everyone would know that it was for me. I was probably the only person in that class. Maybe there's one other person um, that would go and they'd be like, like, lol, you can't speak straight. And I'm like, no, bitch, it's a struggle. This is hard. And that's why I'm doing a podcast. Because my third grade self would be like, oh my gosh, you speaking in public and, like, keeping it online is crazy. Because what if they don't understand you? Baby, I know y'all don't be know what I'm saying. Like, I know <laughs> there are very few people who probably, like, are, like, 
aware of what I'm saying and like can like translate. My friends can translate, but whatever. That was a little tangent. Forget it. Forget it ever happened. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. 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 Um. So everyone wants to know, Isaac, what are your new year's resolutions? Into that I say, only one. That was a reference. Anyway. Okay, let's get into it, actually, guys. So, seriously. Um, news resolutions, do I believe in them? I, I feel like, sure. Like, I feel like I'm not a person who's like, New Year's resolutions are stupid. If you want to fix something, fix it right now. I, I, I don't, that's not what I root for. And also, it's just like, people are allowed to, like, you know, kind of, you know, feel more inclined to like reset when we reset our year that's okay like just like how like you reset the day it's like you want to like when you go to sleep it feels like a set of a sort of reset and when it's a new calendar year it feels like a sort of reset so no i'm not mad at people for like aligning with that reset and it's like using that as an opportunity to better themselves why would i be upset about that um, so I'm like, I'm not against New Year's resolutions. Like, I'm, I'm so not against it. I just think for me, like, I, I have goals, like, you know, career goals and like stuff like that. I don't, I, I don't try to put too many late, like, um, time stamps on them, like deadlines on them. Um, I mean, yeah, like, I don't, like, I'm I'm not just, like, oh, I want to do these three kinds of things, projects next year, or, you know, one of each, or, like, whatever. I don't really think about that. I'm just, like, I, I want to do work as an actor. That's kind of, like, what I would like, and I kind of, like, <clears throat> might daydream about some roles or, like, some things or events or movies that I, be, that I get to be a part of, but um, I don't think those are really resolutions necessarily, Anyway, those are kind of just thoughts and aspirations that I have. Um, my resolution, like, four years ago, five years years ago, was to give up lactose. Um, because I'm lactose intolerant. So, um, I, I kind of put that together that I was. And um, my both my parents are lactose, I think, as well. Um, I'm not sure if it's genetic, but that's that is the truth. Yeah, I I don't know. I just wanted to I forgot what I was talking about. What was I talking about? See, I just be talking. Oh, so a few years ago <laughs> it was to give uh, lactose because I figured I was lactose intolerant. And then the years after that, like it honestly was the same thing every single year. And it's the same thing this year. And that was and is to just try to be nicer to myself. And that has gotten me really far these past few years. Because what, and this is what I want to talk about is like, what does it mean to be nicer to yourself? What does that look like? What does that feel like? Why is it important? And why that's like been my resolution you know i think 
um, just very broadly, though, is like being nicer to yourself is a very broad thing, and it includes a lot of things, and it includes career, and it includes love, and it includes like you know social things and like your your mental state and your mental health like it includes all those things um and that's that's why that's like been my my one year's resolution for the past few years and why I think that'll probably like be that for a really long time um so I have like six six different things six different like definitions um of like what it means to be nicer to yourself I just think this is such a, like, um, it's not always an easy thing that we do or could do. Um, but it is like a thing that I think is, oh, thank you, It's just so useful and just so helpful. So here are like six things are, you know, six kind of definitions of what it means to be nice to yourself. Um, the first one is being patient. And this is like, probably the biggest one honestly um being patient is like one of the nicest things you could do for yourself being patient what that might look like is like say you have a goal of like um going to the gym every, like three days a week or whatever and, you know, the week comes and you get really busy, you have a lot of homework and you're tired and, like, X, Y, and Z, all these things are happening, all the odds are against you, and you, you go to the gym once. And then you, like, beat yourself up and it's, like, whatever, whatever, whatever. And it's, like, why can't I just be more determined? Like, why can't I be consistent? Like, why can't I just do something when I want to do something? And that's, like, not a great way of being patient. You know, it might, what patient might look like in that situation is being like, I didn't get to go to the gym as much as I would have liked to today, but I am happy that I, I went at least once and I'm going to try to go more this week. But I understand that it might not work out and I'm, you know, I'm forgiving myself right now before, you know, it does, you know, possibly um, not work out. I think that's a really specific goal that I have for working out now is like, this is very specific to working out, is, like, oh, I guess, like, really anything you want to, like, if, I guess, like, really anything that has to deal with routine that you want to do better, so, like, exercising more or, like, going to sleep and getting X amount of hours or, like, um, I don't know, other goals that are, like, I want to, I almost said I want to brush my teeth every day. <laughs> That's, like, a goal. I mean, I hope so, stinky breath. Um, I hope it is stinky. Um, no, whatever. Um, any goals like any goals like that? I would say like it's nice to just be like I'm gonna I'm I just keep it broad. Don't be too specific with numbers. You say I want to work out more this week, and then you just go once or twice, opposed to I'm gonna start working out Monday, Wednesday, Friday, from five to six. And when you do this, blah, blah, and make this meal, blah, blah, whatever. That, because what happens is, like, when it doesn't happen, it, which is, because it's hard, because you're creating a routine is hard, um, and it doesn't work out, you beat yourself up really bad. And then every time you try to restart, and, like, try to do it again, it doesn't work out again. It's, like, it, you just kind of dig yourself in a hole. So, like, just don't do that. Um, but anyway, being patient is 
uh, a really good way to like be nice to yourself. Um, the second one. Second one is being kind. And this is in reference to you. And also just, I mean, it could be to other people too, but really more just you. Being kind to yourself is a way of being nice to yourself. And um, what being kind looks like is just like, being kind is like taking care of yourself. And um, it, it also ties in with like being patient. These all tie together, obviously. Um, but yeah, like being, um, being kind is just like being gentle and it's just like being forgiving, you know, for yourself and, um, just, just not being too rough with yourself, um, in any situation. And that might be with like time and like being patient, but, um, yeah, two is like being kind. Number three, a way to be nice to yourself is... To treat yourself like you would treat people that you love, you know? So you think thinking about your friends and how you would speak to your friends and hopefully speak to them nicely. But um, you can check in with yourself and see where you are with that. But, um... Ooh, big yawn. Um, yeah, I mean, just like... The way I speak to my friends, I, I try to be very understanding. I, be, I try to be very perceptive. I try to be very kind and patient and understanding. And um, I I just wonder how nice it would be if we did that to ourselves a bit more. Um, like, gave ourselves more, like, perspectives. You know, when we're thinking inwardly. And if we were more forgiving and if we were, like, more understanding and more, like, you know, just nice, you know, when we are, you know, um, at least how we, like, how we treat ourselves and how we treat our friends. Um, we give our friends time. We give them space. We give them, we allow them to feel their emotions. We give our friends uh, just the ability to grow and just to, like, be the people that they want to be. And we don't suppress their emotions or suppress their shine, their light. We just give them everything. We just give them everything. I wonder what would happen if we did that to ourselves. I wonder what would happen inside of us if we did that to ourselves. If we were more kind and patient to ourselves. If we were more understanding to ourselves. If we allowed ourselves to feel emotions and just sit in our emotions. If we allowed... Or, you know, if we gave ourselves time and space, and I might have already said that, but, who, like, who knows? Just rewind and see. And let me know. Um, I don't know. I just wonder what that would feel like for us. And I wonder what that would change for us if we we treated ourselves, like we treat the people that we love. Um, so that was three. We're, we're zooming through, guys. Number four... Yeah, number four is giving yourself room to make mistakes. So I feel like for this one, it's like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes we just, we genuinely make mistakes. We have like a, a lapse in judgment and like, we just do things that, you know, could have been better and we could have dealt with differently. We, we said something that we shouldn't have said. We did something that we shouldn't have did. And we were somewhere where we should not have been and it was the wrong circumstances and something happened. I made a choice and it was a mistake. And 
I feel like we're, once again, we're just so hard on ourselves with, like, making mistakes. And we, like, relive these, like, situations. We're like, oh, my gosh, I should have just did this. My life would have been so much easier. Whatever. The things that are done are done. And the things that are yet to come are the things that are much more exciting. You know? I, <laughs> if I'm making biscuits, like... If I make my biscuits, make my first batch of 12, right? I'm making hella biscuits. Picture this. I'm making hella biscuits. Like, I take out the first 12. They're golden brown. I put some butter on them. Ugh, biscuits sound so good right now. Um, and <laughs> so then I put my next batch in, right? And I'm like, ugh, I'm going to put these in, these new biscuits that are yet to come, these moments that are yet to come. And instead of watching uh, the biscuits and, like, you know, checking on them and making sure they're doing good, I'm just going to look at these biscuits that I made a bit earlier that are just burnt as hell. They're burnt. I burnt these biscuits, and, like, this is the first batch. I burnt them. I thought they were nice, but, I, I mean, I already put butter on them. See, my analogy is losing momentum because I'm changing the story as I go. I'm an actress. Um... You're putting butter on the burnt biscuits that are already done. But you get 12 more. 12 more moments cooking in that oven, girl. But you are so disappointed and worried about these biscuits that you fucking burnt and put butter on to try to salvage it. That what's going to happen is them biscuits in the oven that you got going, them moments that are yet to come, girl, those experiences, those job opportunities that are yet to come, you are going to miss it. Because you're looking at your mistakes. You're looking at these burnt-ass butter biscuits. Why are you looking at these burnt buttered biscuits? Bitch. Get a grip, girl. Look at the... Like, check on the moments that are yet to come. Set your timer. Get ready. Get excited. Just look at the fucking oven, bro. Because you're going to miss those moments. And just don't worry about those mistakes so much. The mistakes are done. Those are done. The things that are yet to come are much more exciting. Okay, that was number four. Or is it five? I think it was four. Don't gaslight me. Number five. I already said this one. I've been saying this one. Number five. Being nicer to yourself might look like Allowing yourself to experience emotions and to sit in emotions and to validate emotions. When we validate our emotions, we validate ourselves. When we validate ourselves, we feel like justified and centered. And we feel justified and centered, we make the best choices. I always say, like, I, I try my best not to respond to something or situation or a person, whatever. If I am not centered, if I am on either side of the spectrum, super, super sad, super, super happy, anywhere off balance, I just hold off for a bit until I feel more balanced. And then I say some, what I want to say. And it's usually much, much different than what I would have chosen to say, you know, because I am trying to, I'm working on responding opposed to reacting and I've been doing really well with that in the past year excuse me and excuse me I 
think that that's great. So that's something that I did um, and that I'm doing and that I'm working on. Um, I think sitting in your emotions is just like, like I had it already explained earlier, is it's just it's just saying, hey, it's okay, I'm feeling like this. Let me just feel this for a second. Let me just cry for a bit. Let me just lay down for a bit. Let me just, you know, close my eyes for a bit. Let me just be upset. Let me just rant for a bit. That's experiencing, that's like sitting in emotion. It's just feeling it just for a bit. And then asking yourself, okay, what, what do you need? Feel it first. Ask yourself what you need. And then get you what you need. Get yourself what you need. Feel it. Evaluate what do you need. And then get what you need. That's what I do. Um, and that allows you to sit in your emotions. And that is being nicer to yourself. That is how you be nicer to yourself. Okay. Last one. Number six. Being nice to yourself might look like giving yourself time. I feel like for most of my life, I have been living on like this, um, this like this this clock, where I have all these achievements that I want to have done. And things that I want to do. And I think back then I wasn't always getting what I wanted when I wanted it. And also I just think like because of that I beat myself up. And also like I just was learning so much. You know this isn't career based. But like I feel like just like about like in regard to me and who I was as a person. And my self discovery in like college like. My freshman year, I had no idea who I was or what I wanted and what I needed. I had no idea. And then I just, I gave myself time and I just allowed myself to sit my emotions and I allowed myself to like, I was just patient to myself. I was, I was kind to myself and I was just nicer to myself. And when I was nicer to myself and I gave myself time, and give myself time to like learn about myself opposed to being upset that I didn't know who I was at that exact moment and I wanted to know who I was the next day. But in reality, I'm still figuring it out. I've gone a long way, but I'm still figuring it out. And I gave myself time to figure that out. And that was me being nice to myself. Um, I learned a lot about who I am and what I want. And, um, like, I know, I, I think my, I thank my friends a lot for that because our friends are mirrors and they reflect us back to ourselves and they, they, they view us differently than we view ourselves. And I mean, like, physically, like, the way we look in the mirror versus how someone actually, we actually are perceived by others is really, really different. And there's a whole, you know, reason as to why, but when we're looking at ourselves, we're reading from the wrong direction, essentially, or the opposite direction, the person that's perceiving us. And also just has to do with, like, because we're reading from the wrong direction, it actually affects how we perceive the light that is in our eyes, the actual light that is in our eyes. And so then 
that leads to a delayed message. So like our reaction is also like slower. Like we perceive our own reaction slower and it's all garbled and it doesn't look the same. But when someone else who's perceiving us reads from left to right, um, it's this, the light actually does what it's supposed to do. And they, they see our emotions immediately. And we, when we look in the mirror, it's actually delayed. Um, it's really interesting. And you should look up, like, those mirrors that you can look at. And it shows, like, it shows you how people perceive you. And there's, like, two different mirrors. Please do that. Um, but, yeah, I, I... Who knows what I was talking about. But time is, like... Time keeps going and time never stops. And deadlines are, are silly. And, you know... Don't be turning your assignments late now because you talking about some Isaac said take my time, baby. You know what it was doodo. Um Yeah, take 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 your time learning about yourself. Take your time when you're learning something new, trying to form a new habit. Just take your time and give yourself time. Time heals a lot. It really does. It really time does heal a lot. You think about something embarrassing that you do and time elapses and it's like not so bad and you think about it every now and then, but it's like fine. And time heals. It really does. Time does heal if you allow it to. Time heals if you allow it to. Um, don't fight time because time will continue to go and it's just something that's there. It's just something that's there, but it's it really has something to do with you. And um, please don't race through this. We have such a relatively short time here on Earth, even though it feels like forever. It really isn't in the grand scheme of things. And so really just feel everything that you feel. Feel every emotion. Be patient. Be kind to yourself. And treat yourself how, you know, you would treat the people that you love. And see what that does to your body. See what that changes. See how that changes how you think, how you you act, how you move through space, how you interact with other people, see what that does to you. Because um, I think it's going to be really lovely. Um, but yeah, yeah, guys, I just want to hop on and wish everyone a happy 2023. Uh, and welcome you guys into the new year, the new podcast, and I hope you guys are all staying well. This is going to be a really great year for you guys. 23 is a great number. My year has been quite lucky already. Um, and I'm really happy. Um, and you guys should be really excited. Um, get excited. Get ready. Because it's all happening. Alright. Love you guys. And stay safe. And give them hell. Alright. See ya.